Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for joining. We're going to get right into it today because we are still in the middle of a big-ass Zeppelin fight. Uh, the Desert Sons have just dropped in and changed sort of the landscape and the dynamic of this encounter. So just to quickly get us going, over here to my right, we have Evan Brewer, played by... Josh. And I'm in danger. That's mm. right. Josh, who you got to your right? Uh, I'm Alexis, and I play Solatra. And then over to my right is my friend Harold. Hi, I'm Harold, played by Caleb. <laughs> and to the left is... The right, whatever. <laughs> I'm dyslexic. Fuck off. Kiatl <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shea, played by Kaylin. And to my right is... Yeah, that's cool. No, either. Like, yeah, okay. I, can call, I can call a lot of things here. Um, yeah, Jack B. And I play Lavender Cooper, twin sister to the person to my right, who is Coriander Cooper, played by Elizabeth Muskrat, and the person to my right. As always, is your J. Your, is, is your J. Muskrat. <laughs> is your narrator, J. Muskrat, uh, reminding you that you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We post art. We post um, some cool specials from the Gemini. Uh, we post Character Fridays, has been something we've been doing for a couple weeks now, where we post uh, hero forges of different characters from book one uh, with like some stat blocks. They're real cool, they're real nice graphic work, uh, if I do say so myself. Tooting that horn. Also, toot, toot, motherfucker. Droughtland is always intended for mature audiences and listener discretion is advised. You can find additional yeah. content warnings in the episode description, but generally it's going to be violence, gore, language, and since Harold and Coriander are back together, probably for some sure sexual some sexual content. content. Um, I'm sorry, it's called underwear time. By the by, we <laughs> never rolled done. for the quality of the underwear time, so we've been operating under the assumption that it was very nice. It this was very is nice. going yeah. to be yeah. the, whole time. the epilogue sure. encounter after everything is said and done. We're like, okay, flashback. The to very that first, first night. underwear time. <laughs> and then you can roll again to see how much better or worse it's gotten <laughs> since. Everybody, thanks for listening and welcome. To Droughtland. Less and less like Droughtland. I'm just doing the NCIS theme at this point. Previously on Droughtland, Salatra and Harold enlist Salatra's wife, Katarina, and over a dozen Union Minutemen to brave the mine of Backerholt in an attempt to save their friends, the Cooper sisters. Armed to the teeth with contraband weapons and mech armor secretly shipped in from Damien Thatch's production factories in Old Vizenthanthorpe and stored in the back room of Harold's in anticipation of a Calvec uprising, our would-be rescuers commandeer a zeppelin and begin their descent into the dark abyss of the crumbling mine. Below, Evan Brewer returns from the ranks of the presumed dead just in time to find himself pulled into a literal witch hunt as the young Agri Udinson takes lead of a group of radicalized survivors, including a wishy-washy blacksmith named Kettle who are preparing to burn the Cooper sisters, a young Calvet girl, and anyone else who dared to defend them and their witchcraft. 
As Kieto finally takes a stand, tossing aside the torch meant to ignite the pyre below the Cooper sisters' feet, Harold makes a dashing, dramatic entrance with Salatra and a big-ass gun just over his shoulder. Negotiations are cut short and the firefight begins when Augury shoots the lift operator, Ricky, in the head. Lavender Cooper casts an auditory illusion, mimicking the sound of hundreds of Kalvec warriors rushing into the cutaway cavern, even as a new, real threat emerges from the sky. A murderous, cannibalistic cult known as the Desert Suns. Book 1, Chapter 24, Sons of the Desert The Desert Sons are known for ripping their conquest apart and using it, cannibalizing it to make their ships stronger they uh they raid fuel depots which are one of the more rural outposts of uh humanity uh, across the wasteland there are a half dozen or so fuel depots between backerhold dufar and inglesfeld which form sort of a large triangle across this the, the space of the desert this ship has been reinforced uh with the holes of other ship ships that they have clearly run down, probably murdered, and torn the, in, the the holes apart. The balloon of this ship is patchwork together from probably three dozen different balloons of, of Frankenstein's monster of, uh, of, of an airship. At the, at the stern of the ship, there stands the powerful... The scary lady. The scary lady. The powerful lady. Desert Sun's chieftain. Uh, clearly uh, the, the captain of this particular vessel, possibly the leader of whatever force is attacking uh, Backerholt. Next to her, you see a plethora of um, snipers. Now they're working with shoddy, um, shoddy rifles, often antiques, decades old or um, scorched by the desert. But there is a, a, a slight red glow to every eye aboard this ship and an mm. even brighter red glow from the center of their forehead where it seems a tattoo has been given to all of them in the shape of a diamond sunburst and at the center of it, a chaos gem has been forced into a slit in the forehead skin of each and every member of the crew. Ew. Like that wrapper with the diamond in you his head. You also see the handful of crew up against the edge of 
the railing, waving their swords around and hitting each other, almost moshing at the edge of this, biting, chomping at the bit to taste blood. Their eyes are much brighter, and you can all see one or two of them actually like scoops out of like a little pouch, fully just this line of like red dust, and their veins begin to bulge. Don't do drugs, kids. They're never good. Cocaine Don't does not give you super Don't listen to this show, kids. Something like PCP. Yeah, I was going to say that's definitely it's a lot more, it's, more, it's like bath salts plus death. I'm on PCP. <laughs> <laughs> what we're going to do first is we're going to go ahead and roll uh, f- 10, or I'm going to roll for every one of Agri's men. There's 30 of them left. Four have been killed so far. That's non-named characters. Um, I'm going to go to roll 10d10 uh, three times, and any roll of a natural one, they're too frightened to basically do anything. Any roll under a five, they are frightened enough to lose their, their resolution. And anything, or uh, a six or above, I'm sorry, a five or above, they're still antagonistic to your guys' team. Okay. So basically, anything under a five is going to switch teams and become part of your force. And any natural ones are going to become statuesque and comatose. So here's uh, oh. 10d10 once. Okay, so we've got... Oh, I see one, two. Okay, one. Yeah, I also see a crit. Okay, so one, two, I see a crit. three. Yeah. Two crits. Two crits. Four. Okay, so four initially. Um, two crits. I don't really think crits are going to mean anything in this roll. doesn't really... I don't have a grand result for them. So so four so far have switched. Uh, one, two, three. Oh, wait, those are crit... Fa- so three crit fails. Hmm. So three statuesque. One, two, three that turn. So seven so far have turned and three have frozen. Last one. We've got a bunch of fives in here. Uh, turned, turned, frozen, turned, turns, four more. So 11 frozen, four fro- or 11 turned, four frozen is the final result. That brings Augury's force down to 15. And I'm going to add the frozen ones at the bottom of the initiative. And there's going to be, I said four of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he lost 15 and now he has 15. And 11 turned to your guys' side and are going to become part of the survivors NPC group, bringing that group up to a total of 20. Nice. And with that, we are at the top of the initiative. The Desert Suns will join in at the end of this initiative. Uh, I will say, obviously, there's still an encounter going. There are still going to be people shooting at you guys. But anyone who does want to make intelligence rolls or, like, analyze a situation for their turn, try and maybe uh, see if there's more Desert Suns coming or, like, you know, analyze their shit. If they're chasing us that sort of or thing. if okay. they just want to... They, they yeah. are pretty clearly sighted on you and they're descending in on you guys. But are they invading the mine or do they want to follow the Zeppelin? Am I still at the top of the initiative the or concern. is it Katarina? Uh, it's going to be Katarina. The so the okay so yeah we should decide what we want her to do uh, I guess everyone just to get a sense of what everyone <laughs> feels about this ship this particular ship go ahead and roll me a perception situational awareness would add I mean um, shoot the balloon down yeah uh, you gotta shoot for the balloon but if twelve it's like above 12, then that would crash thirteen into our, your right thirteen eleven unless you want me to add 
Uh, no, not not nerves of steel. Are we charging? Yeah, if you rolled a ten, okay. keep it going. Yeah. I also have situational awareness. <coughs> yeah, add situational awareness. That's uh, what I'm saying. Can I? 15? fifteen? Yeah. No, it probably wouldn't apply. I was gonna say, can I add my cool under fire? But it probably would. Harold got an eleven. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Okay. Seven. Uh, so everyone so except you passed Kettle. Everyone, can't, and that makes sense. Kettle, you're too together. focused. I'm, you probably don't even realize that the Desert Suns are here. Honestly. Kettle, <laughs> Harold, what did you get? You're just beating uh, the shit 11. out of an already and dead person. And a twelve. <laughs> and a twelve. Okay. And Eleven. So the three of you guys get one set of information. You two get the other set of information. This is basically just perceiving the ship and how much you guys know about it. Cooper sisters, you guys have. Well, everyone here has dealt with quite a lot. But you two were sold into slavery. You've seen a lot of danger headed at you. Obviously, like I said, everyone else has been in. We're right lot. here. Right here. Your every bit of your dangerous sense is going off. This particular ship. Now, mind you, backer hold is large, and it is getting dark, and it is stormy. So this particular ship is coming to kill this crew of of Harold Zeppelin and this group of survivors. There's no chance that they're going anywhere else. Shoot the balloon down. You guys, yeah, I, everyone who got uh, 11s and 12s, uh, what you guys will all get is each one of you will, will see a different weapon, basically. So you, uh, Harold, you see that they have a big harpoon mm-hmm. that they use to shoot uh, the other ships, well, boarding basically. Harpoons, like boarding harpoons, yeah. They go one to the front, one to the back. Um, and Salatra, you see that they've got two of the same kind of weapon you have. They look shittier, but I'm sure that they still function. And Evan, you see that they have manned uh, two cannons in the center of that. So it goes, um, it goes harpoon, machine gun, two cannons, machine gun, harpoon. Yes. So I see the cannons. Do I see like gunpowder or? Like that, that uh, not with not with just an eleven. You would and not not with like the way that they're descending. You you have mostly hole, yeah. and so you're just seeing basically barrels sticking over the brail. <laughs> Once they're lower, you might be able to get a sight on like a, a cargo. Yeah. Um, so my question would be: They're going at the end of the initiative order, right? Yeah, because they're still descending. Can we make our collective like decision? So we have six manned cannons on or cannons and guns on the ship. In addition to mine, we make a collective like attempt to shoot them down and just get all of our people on board yeah, and for leave. Augury's sure. men, or I'm sorry, uh, Harold's men goes first. Whatever. You're on the ship. You could definitely yell yeah. a command to them on your turn. Um, we'll get to that in just a second. Uh, basically, everyone goes before that. Yes, Lavender. Just have a question about like the cult itself real fast. Mm-hmm. Like, um, is it like well known, like what they believe and stuff like that? Generally, it's kind of your basic like uh desert apocalypse cult they sort of believe that if they like bring down society then they'll be able to like usher in a new era for their okay so it's not like they're it's not like they're actually maybe working with the calvac rebels oh no 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 but they're just like she's the chieftain is wearing calvac skin she skins somebody yeah Yeah, but that's 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 so they're just essentially like can we tell that they're just taking advantage of the chaos yeah they just saw a fancy zeppelin and they it seems it. it seems to everyone like basically this is how long it took them to rally up a force to come and attack a big a big settlement like Backerholt, and that probably probably similar to the calvac revolution from below this is simply another group of people who are taking the opportunity taking advantage of the cataclysm 
Katarina is going to go at the top of the round because she is still behind the wheel. But before she makes a move, she's going to yell, Sweetheart, what do we do? I mean, going away would probably be great, but we kind of need to get everyone back on board first, so maybe you could just hold and wait for that? I'll wait for you to tell me what to do. Okay, cool. So she's not going to make any roll this time. She's going to hold her she, action, right? She's going to hold her action, which means no bonuses and no negatives. Basically, her last one was good enough that I'm going to say she's just sort of maintaining there. Now, she won't be able to do that indefinitely, so next round she's going to have to roll just to just to even see if she's holding, even if people are coming on and off, just to kind of see if it's held, because it's not anchored. The next after that is going to be Coriander. Coriander, you've just pulled a pistol out of Harold's uh, holster. You see the desert sun's descending. You have your sister behind you. You don't really know the limits of her power, but you know that she's caused this Calvec horde sound. Go ahead and uh, did we roll last time or at the end of the last episode to see if you could tell if this was an illusion? I was I I bypassed. Oh yeah, it. you were the yeah you were the one. So you know that she is causing this Calvac mm-hmm. war now. Just for a second, the desert suns have sort of taken the precedent, but the sound from behind is causing a big a, a big scare. So it sounds like at the end of this round, uh, or this the end of this round, the illusion will have reached a point where it will no longer be convincing because it will seem like a train that's never going to get here, right? If that makes sense. Yeah. 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 What you going to do, Coriander? Uh, are they both? Are you both near me? I'm on the ship. You're I'm still near, on the ship. Uh, yeah, I'm near you. I'm, you're basically like up against him. Yeah, I haven't I, had a move since. But you still have like a calm, right? <clears throat> that, yeah. Oh, yeah. you can talk to me or the ship. I would have a calm? Anybody. Like a direct line of. One would. Uh, your not me. N- to me. Um, oh, what? To, to, yeah, to, to so you have a mirror screen eyepiece? No, actually, no, because no. there's that. There's basically doesn't exist. That yeah, yeah it doesn't yeah. exist. So, so no, but you can yell. I She's not said, far away. Yeah, yeah. Well, like you could yell yeah. too. That's true. She, I, I'm like, so Katarina has brought the ship up, sort of against like the sp- all the the um, why poles, all the <laughs> poles that you guys are tied. I don't know why the stake because it's burnt at the stake. Yes sort of up against all of the stakes that you guys are tied to. So you can sort of assume like stakes and then the ship is just up against them. So Salatra is They're like right above the ground. Yeah, Yeah, they're like just above the ground, just away from the edge, sort of maintaining, yeah. yeah. If we're here, where in relation to them is the other Zeppelin? Like here? The other Zeppelin, it's it's above about like 70 to 100 feet. Like directly above them or like over a different spot? It's descending. It's into descending, the descending in at sort of a drop, at, at sort of an angle. Yeah, it's dropping in at an angle. Because remember, the, the, the shaft gets just, narrower. Should we blow it up, like or shoot it blue, down. Is it, it going to fall us? onto our? Uh, ship? not for sure. Cool. Then I'm going to yell up to you guys. Shoot the balloon down, and then I'm going to try to shoot the chieftain lady. Okay. Oh, so, you know what? Okay. What we do need <laughs> to we need to look She's at so is the range of your weapon. You. Oh have a negative three for range at the distance that you're at with the handgun that you have and you have a negative two for the darkness and the rain making it harder to see even so if i have survival at, caves yes if you, you have it's a cute sight new, I uh, do you it. have a cute sight i have a cute hearing okay that yeah um a cute sight will negate those negatives that's that's really like that echo location yeah <laughs> 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 you uh you do the um matt damon 
or not Matt Damon, sorry, the Ben Affleck Daredevil thing, and you click the, the, click the batons together. Yeah, Matt Damon. So you're at a negative five. It's totally stu- still doable that you can hit, but uh, that's that's what you're going to be at. Uh, so yeah, I guess I'll just do it because I still have a plus three or a plus two to my gun skill. Okay. And then it's dexterity, right? You said yes. I'm at a negative five. Yes, negative five total. Honestly, that means I have to get a nine or a ten. You could shoot someone who's. I could shoot Augury near you. I mean, you can kill him if you want. I don't care. Just hate him. He'll yeah, just, I got a four, so that will not do die. it. Now you can make another attempt with it if you would like. Uh, it's a clockwork a pistol, negative? right? Is that correct? It's a clockwork pistol. Yeah, it's only going to be at a negative one because of the um, recoil of this gun is less than the recoil of a double-barreled ball and pin gun. Okay. So you're actually but that would still put me at a one. negative six. It would be at a negative six, yeah. Which I believe would make it that you would have to roll a ten. You Pretty can um, also make. You could also turn and uh, engage a different target, but then you would have the multiple action penalty in addition Which to. Which would still be a negative penalty. one, right? Okay. Well, it, it would be in addition because you'd be turning to two, a new target. So okay, no. So you fire <laughs> two shots. They do whiz past the chieftain's head. That is going to make it. I mean, my point has been made. At so Salatra, uh, Katarina is holding cool. for your command. There are still. Uh, let's. I guess we should determine now how many of the of the men have actually jumped down onto the, the ground with Harold. So we're oh, gonna roll a d six. We, okay. we said I mean, they, We said six. We're going to stay in staff. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. No. And I'm only rolling a d six to see how many have gotten. Okay. So only <laughs> literally only one of them one has jumped off the ship and onto the actual of ground with it's Harold. Been, right. Okay, it's been milliseconds. So you still have sixteen dudes on here. Fully, okay. you can staff the whole sh- all cool. functions. I'm gonna tell them. We need to stop all these cannons. Everybody's going to shoot at that balloon. Okay. We're going to try and pop it. Everybody else who isn't staffing a cannon, go try and grab someone friendly and get them back on the boat. Uh, grab friend, friendly. Friendly, yeah. goes, friendly goes, yes, uh, please. Uh, if you could please let me go. Uh, no one has untied me yet. I did side he with the sisters. He said he cut his own ropes. He started he to. He, uh, he did cut one of them, yeah. So he's on his way to getting out. Get people untied. Get them on the boat. Okay, so <laughs> real quick, make an intelligence roll with uh, any skill or quality that you feel like would be applicable to commanding people. I have bureaucracy. Bureaucracy would work, charisma would work. This is our the start of our second round of combat. Yes. So uh, Calbeck girl should be free by the end of this round or by her turn. She is, yes, yes, okay. correct, yeah, so by her turn. I already got a 10, but I wanted to ask, do I get to add things like my status or my, oh, I get to add my charisma, so. Yeah, your charisma, and you can add your status, I think. So 14. Okay. Uh, so 14, you get a plus two. Can I add two. my attractiveness? Um, sure, I feel like, 18. yeah. You're for four yes, attractive? Good grief. <laughs> you know, it's a combat situation. Yes, attractiveness minus one, okay? Either way. 17. So you, uh, you basically just effectively make a strategy and organization oh. role to... <laughs> no, we're done. We're done. We got the max four. Uh, but basically, you have, instead of having Katarina do like a maneuvering role to get the bonus for the shot, you have like organized and orchestrated them so that they're going to get that plus four bonus to their attacks. 
Now, uh, a broadside would imbalance the ship, so I assume that you're going to go ahead and do like a one, two, three, four sort of thing. How many cannons do you guys have on that six. side? There's six on, there are three on each side. Okay, but yeah, you can only make attacks with the left side because the right side is all the way up against the okay. ground. So you can only make attacks with the one. Okay. Where am I? The left so side. for clarification, you are currently oh, manning, I'm just like in the- you are currently manning the right side swivel okay. cannon or swivel gun. Okay, so then there's two more to staff. So I guess just those two. I believe uh, you've got or, the stats no, over there, Harold. The I think yeah, okay, there's so what's four the... slots. Yeah, yeah, so we have on the right, we have a double barrel B&P. That's we... what you're on. Yeah, we have a winch, a winch, a four pound cannon, and a swiveling cannon. Yeah. So So on the other side, that's on the right. On the left, what it's do you have? It's the same. It's the same <laughs> on both sides? Okay. So yeah, you can make an attack with all of those weapons. You can go ahead and roll. Uh, this, the, uh, your men So I can have... make an attack with all the ones on the Should have taken left, on the side. left side. Yes. You're not rolling with your skill set for each one. You'll roll for yours if I assume you want to leave the gun you're on and move to that side to grab the, the same kind of gun. I mean, if side. I can. Then sure. Yeah. So, like, you can quickly switch over there, go ahead and make the attack, and then we'll, we'll okay. roll for yours Do first. I get the plus four since it, but it was my speed, No, so you're, no, okay. you're organizing them, basically. Oh That's my gosh, you got a yes. 10. All right, roll it again. Nice. Let's charge that up. That's yes. another crit. Oh my yes. God, you had a 20. Jeez. Oh dear. 28. That's too Oh wait, no, hang on. Totally, Sorry. you got to also um, add your decks. I thought then, you said it, we changed it, so it's I ha- just I had to check printed. it. It's not uh, because otherwise the outcome table doesn't work properly. So it's, it is totally um, not just on that. So that's going to be 30? 30. 30. 30. There's three experience God. points for you, Salatra, for Bless. rolling a 20, a 25, and a 30. Okay, so what did you want to shoot? The balloon. Okay, your gun can fire ten gun, ten bullets in each because each barrel is fully auto and can fire. Oh no, I'm sorry. Each barrel, each barrel fires a burst of three, so you can shoot six. So you hit with all six bullets on the on the balloon, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Each one has to be rolled against their armor value. I'm only going to roll their armor value once. Okay. So. Let's see. Their armor value for their balloon is 5d6 plus 15. What? So How is it five. better than ours? Because they uh, oh, right. cannibalize like ships and, and like, yeah, they have like <laughs> leather and stuff over it so that it's thicker <sighs> hide and stuff. So. Their balloon is wearing a blanket. Please roll once. <laughs> roll so So a total ones. of 64. 64 is what you ha- is what's reduced from your ammo. We already established you are not shooting armor piercing rounds, so that is not halved. However, as a point of order, both of you would know this that mm-hmm. armor piercing rounds are obviously going to pierce the balloon a lot easier. And they're on board. So and they are on board. So, but uh you we have established you did not load them with them yet. So, yeah. go ahead and roll each damage and uh reduce 64 from it. So what's the so damage? So like from the pool? Oh, do I get bonuses for those for it being crit? To uh, the damage? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. The top, so it's a plus four to each one. So that's nine times whatever your modifier is. What's your modifier? Four. So nine times four. It's thirty-six. 36. That's what I'm saying. It's not gonna go through. Begin transmission. I don't know how much time I have, so I'll cut to the heart of it. Here's what we know. In 1949, a class of school children departed by bus for a field trip, driving through a stretch of central Indiana woods. 
neither the bus, the driver, nor the teachers and chaperones were ever found. Two, and only two, of the students were ever discovered, but with no memory of what had transpired over the last several days. Moving forward 20 years, to 1969, a cell of highly specialized operatives was activated to investigate anomalous signals originating in that same woodland, the timing of which aligned with a sort of festival or religious holiday for a New Age cult based in that area. And now... God, how did it come to this? Summary really isn't going to cut it here. You need to listen to the full report. Otherwise, we're lost in the dark. The Orpheus Protocol is an actual play podcast of cosmic horror and espionage, played in the tabletop role-playing game of the same name. The Orpheus Protocol is available on Apple Podcasts and anywhere else you might get your podcasts. Join us weekly as we spin an elaborate tale of horror, intrigue, betrayal, and the unburying of awful secret knowledge. Delete after listening. End transmission. Coming back in, we had to do a quick rules check. I uh, had written down the wrong armor value for the Desert Sun's balloon. So we are rolling 2d6 plus 25 this time. You can keep your first uh, damage roll if you'd like, or you can re-roll it. Let's see what their uh, armor value is at. It's going to be at a 5. So no, you're rolling against an armor value of 30 now. It's a 36, so 6 of it goes through. Okay, so 6 of it one. goes through. Yeah, that's that's better. 1 doesn't go through. Next one is... 40, so... So 10 goes through? 10 goes through. Neither of those goes through, and that's 4 and 5. Oh, oh I only needed one of those anyways. I'm sorry. They were <laughs> that's so anyway, funny. So it doesn't matter. Okay. It rolled a um, 4 on the ground, too. On. 8 times 4 is... 32. So 2 goes through. So 2 goes through. Okay. So, Salatra, your barrage from this uh, double-barreled uh, ball and pin machine gun just... And you hear like a couple of them, but most of them hit and deflect off of the the thick leathery like hide of this balloon. That is going to move you to the cannon. Now I checked your guys uh, have a perception of three, so you're three to your roll. That's what they're aiming with. The guys um, operating the and does that in addition to the four that they have additional? Uh, correct. So it would be a seven. So they're rolling a seven. Yeah. That's a nine. So. For one of them, there's... For one of them. So that that is a hit, though. Go ahead and roll the damage. Okay. Um, one, two, ten. Fuck. Ooh. Okay. So and I that, re-roll, she I can't, can't re-roll, re-roll that, that can You can't she? re-roll the damage. Well, then it doesn't. Now. It's so, five. So one, the first it's cannon five. hits the balloon's hide and uh, bounces off of it. This There's like... One Ricochet. of the things about the Desert Suns, I think that would be... That, that would make sense. Yeah, yeah. Like we cut to the very bottom of the mine where one of the survivors that you guys left hours ago finally has dug himself out and like swum to the top of the water that's accumulated. And then like he's like, oh, I got it. And he like puts his hand on the to climb up and there's and he falls back into the water. His okay. blood mixing with the diesel and flame. Jesus Christ. Damn. Okay. Now, Mr. I... Dramatic. So and I can only do 
left side weapons, right? Yeah, you can only fire left side weapons. You do have okay. one more cannon. I was going to say, though, no, I think I something that would make sense for the Desert Suns, though, is if they ran their balloons like a little deflated so, so that, like, that they like, yeah. could bounce a little bit more. Like that's part of the armor value, you know? It's hydrogen, right? They're using hydrogen. Um, it's like a hydrogen cousin. It's not, it's a little, it's less flammable than okay. hydrogen. They're not quite Hindenburgs, but they're not quite safe either. So that one got seven. They're at plus yeah, seven, so, so it's 11. an 11. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's just standard damage. Roll that. Um, 1d8. Seven times six. So. 42. 42. Okay. You're going to edit this 12. to make it sound like I'm good at yeah. math, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Me too, right? Cool. Is that all? That's both the cannons? Um, okay, so that's all of the guns then that you guys have to fire? Yeah. All right, so you start out this whole left side just open firing on the Desert Sun's balloon as, as they descend down. They're all screaming and cheering and like firing shots in the air. Uh, the girl running one of the cannons gets a nice hit and it blasts into the balloon. Not dealing too much damage, but it's it still bounces off, but you can tell it leaves like a weak spot there and it's stressing it more. A couple of your bullets make it through. By and large, it's still floating. It has taken the beat. That's going to take it to Harold. Harold, Coriander is up against you. You've got still enemies all around you. You've got you can tell with your keen eye that some of the some of them have like lowered their weapons and aren't interested in fighting you guys anymore now that there's a different threat. But there is still a group, um, basically Augury and his shithead friends, that are still you know an immediate danger. There's there's still a lot of chaos going on. You do hear Salatra opening fire. You can tell that she's got control of the okay, ship right there now. Are two things I would like. The first thing I would like to do is activate my attack drone. Okay. And send it after Augury and his shithead friends to kind of like run interference. <laughs> cool. They're basically worthless. Yeah. So uh, mechanically, the attack drone just gives you one extra attack on your turn by its uh, stats. Okay. So you can attack whoever you want with it. So That's I fine. Can, yeah, I can use it to attack and then I can move. And then you can move and attack and do all of your thing. Yeah. Basically, okay, cool. it, it has its own turn. It just takes it as In part that of yours. Case, uh, the shithead uh, friend, uh, you know. The attack drone is going to shoot at Augury and his shithead. Okay. I mean, Augury can't move. So probably shoot at one of his friends. To introduce the attack drone. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You produce from, and Coriander, you definitely see this because you're right there. Lavender, you'd probably see this too. Harold reaches uh, like into the uh, part of his armor suit. He pulls out and then kind of tosses less drops on the ground. Uh, a, a baseball, softball sized um, spider that is curled up. Nope. These little legs, and it's <laughs> it's made out of brass and steel, and it's got these mechanisms that click and whir. And as it hits the ground, it like rolls, and as no. it rolls, it unfurls, and all the legs come out and goes. <laughs> and then this little tiny swivel cannon goes. <laughs> it's about it's got a barrel about the size of the clockwork pistol. It's got three barrels about the size of the clockwork pistol that Coriander is firing, and it's fed with three independent clockwork. Um, uh, uh, ball and pit or um the clockwork pistol clips that feed that gun it like crawls around and does like a little head wobble and it's like, it looks around and then it locks onto augury you're commanding it through the eyepiece in your suit there is some level of like connection there but uh, that technology that governs the role of controlling the drones has not been modified to communication yet is this the same attack drone that hit the shit of him from smiling no, because he smashed it's that one. It's a not bunch the same. It's it's, an, it's not the exact same one. Yeah. 
It's a different color, okay? You got smashed, but you could have repaired it. Different color. And I've named this one Mickey. Mickey. Cute. So Mickey gets to make uh, a free attack basically for you on anyone. So you said Augury? Yeah, uh, I want to shoot at one of his shithead friends. He's okay. kind of just like... Kind of Incapacitated? He's like yeah. So the... So the 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 faceless NPCs of the of, of the raging crowd all have twenty five HP for okay. this purpose, um, and just D six in armor value. That is a six. Plus, uh, what do they have to hit? I believe it's a five total because you have the dex plus or their dex plus the uh, jacked trait is what they have. Uh, yeah. The jacked quality, so it's yeah. total five, which means you hit with an eleven. Wait, do they also have the jacked trait? Because that's not part of that, and that would add an additional two. No, that's just... that's expressed by the plus three. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just wrote that's it there. One for Yeah. So, uh, but that's per uh, bullet hit. It fires a burst of three as this little tiny uh, tri rotates, and all three of these spring that's shell so clips feed uh, tiny little versions of the uh, clockwork pistol Damn, ammo man. in. It hits with two of them. So you have 2d6. Um, how much did you oh. roll? Well, I rolled three d6, so can I roll again? Sure. Reroll the two <laughs> that are appropriate. <laughs> Why? Okay. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, the other one's a six. So Dice Christ seven. denies you. Yeah, so it's seven. Mickey get hits for seven. So uh, they have a five in armor value, the guy that you have. So what was your total? Seven? Seven. So you hit one of the guys for four damage. Yeah, he's just there. What's his name? Nathan, and it's N A no Nathan. N A P H E M. Man, the people of Backer Hall just really. Nathan is entering the initiative with twenty-five HP reduced to down now to twenty-one, and he is shaken out of his general rage. Looks around to see what just fucking shot him. Sees a tiny little clockwork drone, and thinks I'm gonna step on that. So when it's his turn, he's going to try and step on it. Harold, you well, still have your move in action. Harold so. knows how well that went from last time, uh, so I'm sure he'll be fine. Toward, yeah, Harold's going to start moving back towards the boat, and he's going to, like, as quickly as his stuff can, and he's going to say, hey, uh, uh, to Corian, he's like, babe, uh, I kind of got to go do a thing. Can I? Babe. Do you mind? Or? Do I hear that? Yeah, you, yeah, you probably should roll a willpower you bring again. bring her with you? The, all the same modifiers. Yeah. That's no, no, I was rolling for Lavender because she called her big. Um, yeah. I gotta go back to the ship to do a thing. You wanna come with me or? Uh, no, not right now. I'm gonna. Alright, cool, cool. Do, cool. Yeah, thanks. Go, yeah, we're gonna go slaughter these cultists. Cool. No. As he's walking back, he's gonna like cup his hands to make himself louder. And he, he's, I want him to holler up the thing about load the armor-piercing rounds. Okay, so you're shouting to your men to load the yeah. armor-piercing rounds, your men and, and women. It has to be armor-piercing rounds, or we're dead. Cool. <laughs> or uh, we're dead. I would say that your mat, like, specifically as part of the clockwork um, armor that you're wearing, your mask has, like, a megaphone quality to it, oh, so you can shout, like, real loud, but it's, like, this digitized, kind of mechanized version of your voice. I cool. Just wanna have, you basically like, just have to jump onto the ship, give me a, a simple dex check, 2, two d10. Jesus Christ, I hate this guy. I hate this guy so much. He's my favorite so far. <laughs> why, I won't why? Why? He's because he's, he's becoming swashbuckling. Like, and, like, attractive and charming. I would just like to say <laughs> the hot guy that came in and ruined the relationship you had with your sister. She she can those I would just like to say, oh my god! Oh my gosh, that's one. Okay, well, you're gonna take the ten, I assume. Yeah, I'm obviously gonna take 
Okay, so you charge it up. Charge it, right? Sorry. Charge it back. I continue it charging up. That's a second 10 Come in a row. Ah. 23. Okay, so 23 plus plus your dexterity. And if you happen to have leaping as a skill. Oh, um, and you would be at a oh, negative. Oh, isn't he still attached to the rope? Can't they? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And you, so you would be at it. No, because it's because it's, it's literally, they're, uh, they're, par- they're uh, parallel or uh, even yeah, with each other. So yeah, it wouldn't be any help. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's 23, 26. Okay, and then negative one because your armor is bulky 25. and stuff, so 25. Okay, so uh, oh, two, no, that two experience tokens thinking. for you. And um, everyone give Caleb a good 10, 15 seconds to describe the most attractive and smooth leap from the, like, you've just dropped in and saved the woman you have loved for your entire life and... Her sister, who you really kind of adore, even though she hates you and you guys have a lot of business issues. We we have a long, complicated history. Um, How is this She's junk? just glaring at him. Yeah, Jackie like, is just side-eyeing Caleb with malice. The, 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 the look you gave me. The malice. So, <laughs> Harold kind of like does that thing in the move like where he starts running and he does like the... And it comes mm-hmm. to like the full jump, mm-hmm. and he goes and he kicks off with both feet and full on launches himself into the air. And while he does, he's hearing the Spanish guitar. <laughs> 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 he's like, I sure as hell hope Maria sees this. <laughs> Watching the whole time, also with Spanish off, guitar music in my head. Through the air, and as he lands on the deck, he tries to come into blade pose. Fucks it up and kind of rolls it out. So it's, still- so it's like a so land skid, and then like your elbow gears hit the like hit the deck as well, and kind of leaves. And that wasn't intentional, but the rest of it was pretty cool. Even on a slide double in. crit, Harold still yeah. fucks yeah. it up. No, like, that's part of his fully his own control right. description. Yeah, and like so he just <laughs> fully friends, He holds his gun up and he's like, "No, let's do nothing. We need the the armor piercing rounds. We're all gonna fucking end up being called." Right behind you Yay! is a is a uh, a single barrel repeater that's already preloaded with a hopper of diamond rounds. Do you want to pitch your gun and grab it? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. At the end of your turn, with that double crit, you give your your little speech. You toss your shotgun to one side, whirl around, grab this like paintball looking gun with this big ass brass barrel sticking out the front, and you take aim. Can I load mine while I'm off turn? I just want to uh, turn and look at yeah, Lavender and no, be like, no, no, that was hot. Uh, that was hot. You're, you're removing like a 20 pound. Can someone else load it They haven't gone yet? I okay. admit nothing. That was yeah. so hot. Was that loaded with the uh, armor piercing already? Yes. Yeah, yeah okay. the repeater was. Yeah. I'm that gonna, is like, going to make it. Thumbs up from, from my side. Like, okay. That is going to make it the Desert Sun's ship. Now they're not oh, in range. Their pilot is determining their bonus right now. And they are at four so a negative two cool that's the end of their turn uh nathan also goes next but he doesn't get this round because he's just jumped into the initiative so we'll get him next round that's also gonna be friendly now friendly has just now popped the, his second rope with his knife everyone's in the chaos all around him and he's just back there with like basically a steak knife i think maybe maybe ruben's pocket knife that he picked Aww. up and he's like shh, 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 shh. 
wish you would have sharpened your blades a little bit more, buddy. And then, like, the finally comes through. He steps forward off of this stake, jumps off the little pile, and he reaches in. He pulls a, a clockwork pistol, and uh, he's going to take aim. So on his next turn, he'll make an attack, and he'll have uh, the plus two for the aim. Aiming on who? Uh, just one of the just one of the guys on okay. the one of Augury's shithead friends. Um, that does bring it to our resident uh, Evan Baxter um, Brewer. 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 I'm sorry, Evan Brewer. It's all good. I'm sorry. Um, this isn't Bruce Almighty. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> Did just well, watch that. Shit was going on, did I see where my my stuff got put? Uh, yeah. So your stuff would be a few feet away, probably like right next to Augury. I would say like he's standing next to the little Kick pile that they made of all of your past. shit. Yeah, um, See, and it that and it's close. You could get shoot over there. Him. Uh, shoot him! Yes, make an attack. Right in the head. Uh, make an attack ground. roll with your knife skill, and you'll have a plus two because he's hey. laying down. Are you charging up? Good hey. God! Okay. On the box. Plus two. Nice. Uh, plus two for my strength. Uh, it's dex to to stab, dex. and then the strength is for damage. And so. then you get two additional because he's prone. So plus five. Uh, so and then your knife skill. So oh. 23, uh, you have uh, an experience token. There's that for you. And then you have the plus four uh, to the damage. So roll your dice, add four, and I then multiply. I got a huge knife. Cool. Big ass knife. So it's a d6, and then d6 hey. in this case. Are you kidding? A six? What? So total of 10 times so your modifier times your strength. Uh, your strength uh, is what, two? Yes. So it would so be 20. 20. 20 okay. damage and you're specifically going for the head i assume or the neck or something uh, where you, where you yeah want to i want i want to uh are you gonna leave the knife basically he's not knife. he's not gonna survive this so how do you kill augury evan oh, the man, um, you just a few minutes ago finished giving a speech to him about channeling his rage into something to, good and they tried to kill me and my friends and he you tried to de-escalate this and so you just grab the top of his head, just his little hair, pull it back. I'm sorry you picked your side. Jesus. Augury is yeah, off of the initiative. Yes, he's also off the random encounter list. Bye bye, Augury. So you can scratch him off the random encounter list. Well, you know, I, mean, I have ten seconds. To do it cuts that. like it cuts over to Kietel. He's still in a rage, but it's just like a close up, and he's like, <laughs> "Cuts back." I might okay. not be as ragey as I thought. Uh, so that is your. Thanks for joining, everybody. Once again, I have been your narrator, Jay Muskrat. Today's episode featured Josh S. as Evan Brewer, Jackie B. as Lavender Cooper, Elizabeth Muskrat as Coriander Cooper. Kaylin S. as Kietel Shea, Alexis P. as Salatra Qist, and Caleb Lynn as Harold Cripp. Music in today's story was used under Creative Commons license. Additional credits can be found in the episode description. Droughtland is played using Eden Studios' Unisystem, which can be found in All Flesh Must Be Eaten, CJ Corella's Witchcraft, and Terra Primate, amongst others. Hey, uh, if you can, just take a second and rate the show. It really does actually help. We'll be back with more adventure for you next Thursday, March 2nd, with Chapter 25. Once again, thanks for listening. And remember, hydrogen peroxide does a good job of cleaning blood out of clothes because it literally eats human flesh. Like pineapple.
Mummy from the Mummy 1999. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. There are. My favorite is the one where he throws the chair at Benny. What movie? The Mummy. The Mummy. Oh. oh, okay. I watched it last night. I'm in a, a shit posting group for that, and it's the most it. content I've ever seen of it. I don't know if I've watched oh, it all well. the way through. Wow. Okay. It makes me puke. <laughs> and then there's a swiveling cannon. That's what well. I just did. Oh, that's what you just did. Right, because the second one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, sorry, sorry. I lost track. You guys also do have the two. Um, no, I'm sorry. I'm looking at their. I'm looking at their stats thinking I'm looking at your guys. Like, That's the problem. The That's the problem here, guys. 